welcome back to a brand new episode of Talking Chiz. I am your holiday chairmeister, CJ. Thank you guys so much for stopping in. Today is a very special episode because today is my Christmas special episode. And I have a very special guest on my podcast today. But before I introduce this person, make sure you guys check out my pod page at podpage.com slash Talking Chiz. Follow me on Twitter. That's Talking underscore shiz instagram as well talking underscore shiz now i'm going to introduce my special guest thank you so much for stopping by please introduce yourself hi i'm your son well hi son (laughs) how are you i haven't seen you in like five minutes since we ate pizza together how you been you been good yeah did you know that it has been two years since you have been on my podcast since you've been a guest on my podcast that's a long time and it's and it's felt like really quick that's really fast two years it was it's funny how fast time flies it's like a bird in the wind and it just flies (laughs) we're doing a christmas special so tell me son what is your favorite thing about christmas it's also fun opening presents with you guys so that's your favorite thing about christmas is presents and having fun with you guys okay well that's good because we enjoy you being there too as well thank you for uh you know spending christmas with us and and (laughs) with your busy schedule you know that you have yeah i'm very busy what is your favorite food to eat at christmas um pecan pie i love me some pecan pie with whipped cream gotta have some whipped cream on there and if you really want to go wild, you get a scoop of vanilla ice cream and put that bad boy on top of there. And then you know what you do? You save that what? bad boy for later. Save that bad boy for later. Save that bad boy for later. Save him for later. What is your favorite Christmas movie to watch every year? I feel like it's Elf and Home Alone. Elf and Home Alone? Yep. They're both really good movies. So I feel like... What's your favorite part about that movie? Um, Where he eats those. Like the... What's it called? Andy? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, not candy, but like those. You talking about that spaghetti thing where he's putting like maple the cotton syrup. balls? Oh, the cotton balls! Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You think he'd be constipated eating all those co- cotton balls, right? I don't think he actually ate. It. I think I think it was just like a prop. Like it, it wasn't actually. It just like looked like one. No, it was cotton candy. Oh, hmm? but I, son, look. son, I don't have a life. So this is this is what I do with my life. I I, I know random facts about movies that no one cares about, <laughs> and I like to share it with people. I do think it. I still feel like that. Like the dentist of him. Like once he went to the dentist after a few days after the movie, his his dentist was just horrified. Since you brought up Home Alone, and you and I just watched Home Alone one and two not too long ago, a couple of things that I noticed about part one: what does the dad do for a living to take fourteen people to Paris? He must own a business or work at a really good paying business. Because I feel like also, that would make most sense. Right. And also, why do they have a doggy door if they do not have a dog? I guess maybe they couldn't remove it. Like, remove it, the, like the doggy door. I think they probably, I think when they bought the house, they didn't want a doggy door. But since they couldn't, like, since they couldn't remove it, they just went with it. Okay. <laughs> so they just kept it there. They moved in said, you know what? We don't have that much money to replace the door. So we just go ahead and leave it. <laughs> Maybe even though, even, even though we just went to Paris and, you know, and yeah, we can't, we, we can't replace that door. But you have noticed though, even though they had this big house, right. And they had all this fancy stuff per se, they had a station wagon in their garage and it looked like it came from like the, the garage, the house, but everything, everything else, but 
uh, bought a good car. You know, sometimes when you spend too much money on a big house, you can't, you don't have enough money to spend it on a car. But what about Home Alone 2? How he flew everybody down to Miami, had a pocket full of cash. A pocket full of cash because you remember when Kevin McAllister opened it up at the toy store, had all those 20s in it. Here, here, here's the thing. He got mad over a $900 room service bill. He got mad over that. He screamed. He was like, Kevin, you spent $800, blah, blah, $900 on room service. And then if you think about it, what did he eat? He just ate ice cream. That's some expensive well, that's not banana thing that showed, But like, what about the fridge scene where it also showed what was in the fridge or that was just there before? Well, I mean, that the, the fridge in those type of hotels, the food is like doubled. But he only took two cookies. I don't he understand. Was take, it $100 a cookie? He could have taken more. He had a big enough bag. Because like you see the bag he was carrying was like a duffel bag. So I think that was kind of stupid. Like when we said when we were watching, I even said, that's why would he, why did he Why was he going to like, grab two cookies? <laughs> I know he was in a hurry, but I mean, you think he would have grabbed a handful, you know? I think maybe, oh, probably the room, sir. Like the room probably took up, like was like 200. And so then he spent the like 700. Yeah. Except the rest 700. Oh, what about the limo? Well, the limo was on the house. Remember because of the guy who snuck into their room. You remember where they had, that bozo the clown is like cooger cooger get out of here you nosy little pervert i'm gonna slap you silly you remember that that part of the movie oh. and he ran out of the hotel room they did that at complimentary that limousine oh, he also gave a hundred dollars to the the toy man gave twenty dollars no he gave a hundred no he gave a, he gave twenty oh yeah he probably spent a hundred there at that toy store buying what a map and some soap, you know, whatever. He didn't even buy yeah. any toys. He just went in there bought novelty items. It was nothing. Even he didn't even buy a toy. It's, it's called it's called like a toy Duncan's chest or whatever. Duncan's toy chest. And he went in there. He bought a map. That's what, he bought a map and <laughs> a some candy. bubble bath. <laughs> that's what he bought. That's all he bought. Well, you can you could just went to a normal convenience store, like convenience right? store. You could have gotten the same thing. So a couple of nights ago, also you and I, we when it was last week, it was last Saturday, you and I, we watched Rudolph, yep. and that's that's a Christmas special that we watch every year. And a couple of things that I noticed about Rudolph is one, it was okay for Santa to let everybody bully Rudolph and not say anything. Two, oh well, now I need you, uh, Rudolph, even though you ran away. So, but I need you to come save the day. Now you're all right with me. And everyone liked him since he was with Santa. Right. Oh well. Well, he's cool with Santa now. What else did you notice about the about that little special he said that i can't fly without my reindeer also but left donner there you are right donner was down there going that's my boy and i'm like that? <laughs> that's my boy also santa he, was, i he, can't he lied. yeah he said i can't fly without my reindeer also santa lying and also not caring that he was being bullied yeah it's just kind of dumb what about the bird that couldn't fly and that elf just pushed him <laughs> right out of the right out of the sleigh Whoop, there you go. Another movie that you and I watched last night, and I'm happy that you sat down and watched it with me because it was the second time I've seen this movie and I still enjoy it, was 8-Bit Christmas. What did you think about that movie? It was a really good movie. Like, the jokes. It wasn't going to be like a boring, I'm going to tell a Christmas story uh, for a few minutes. It had jokes and stuff. It was uh, kind of like Home Alone meets a Christmas story that to me because it had that type of feel to it because it had somebody explaining a, this crazy adventure at Christmas time. Yeah, but the, the parents don't explain how 
their kid is uh, their kid is spoiled and you know bosses them around. They they blame it on games and then uh, act like it wasn't their parenting. That's a good observation. You're right. Then that's what happens. It's like during the scene where he ninja kicks the TV and the TV falls on the dog. The first thing that parents did was blame video games, and that's not the case. No, you have a you have an unruly child that needs to be smacked in the face for acting like a complete jackass. That's a very good observation. They did that all the time in the late 80s and 90s. They blamed everything else except for the parents. Even today, parents are not parenting. Like, That's a good observation. Like, I'm not shooting other people with guns just because I play gun games. I have the logic and brain know not to do it. And also, I do not see you out there building building uh, stairways into heaven because you over there playing <laughs> Fortnite, over tearing up people's cars and houses. What are you doing? What, what are you doing, son? And buying building fictional stairway. <laughs> Building a stairway to heaven. One thing I want to bring up as well, because I bought the book, A Christmas Carol, and you read the book because we saw the movie, A Christmas Carol, with Jim Carrey, the CGI animation movie. When you read the book and saw the movie as well, was there any comparison? Did did, did Disney stick close to the book? What, What was your thoughts? I didn't notice that they did follow some lines, like when Marley died, when one of them said, uh, she's dead, uh, no matter what or something like that. Uh, it, they, like one of them said, did say the same line. So I think that was really cool that they still at least followed what the, the book had instead of pulling a Harry Potter and just doing the exact opposite. Did you enjoy the book? Yes, it was a very good book. What was your favorite part of the book? Humbug. <laughs> What's your favorite part? You were going Bahamut. Humbug. Now, here's a movie that you, I try to get you to watch, but you wouldn't watch it with me. You or my older son was called The Man Who Invented Christmas. And it was about Charles Dickens and how he came up with the Christmas Carol. I don't know how true it was to how he came up with the idea, but it was actually a really good movie. Another holiday special that you and I watched was Frosty the Snowman. And speaking of Frosty, Frosty the Snowman. Why were they wearing shorts in like 10 below degree weather? <laughs> what is what is wrong with those kids? That's how they get sick. Also, her complaining how she's cold. And, exactly. Uh, it's like well, you're and, wearing- the fro- and the car will also wear only a skirt. How they left Karen on the roof as Frosty and Santa said goodbye. Like okay, waited by. I don't know how to get off the roof. Outside. Yeah, she was all stuck on the roof. I just I don't really think that's. Uh, they could make it where like like it at least made sense instead of walking from the outside because that's just the builder's fault for not knowing how to properly make doors. <laughs> yeah how can you push it open and you go and lock it from the outside another good observation that's why no one's there because they couldn't uh they ran they died from starvation because of the outside he literally pushed the door open and like all they did was just push the door open from the outside yeah and, the, and that, that, that dude that magic guy magician shuts the door like what you can't pull that open are you serious? Doors were weird back then. No one told me how weird doors were. You told me a couple weeks ago that you liked How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I went out and bought the live action version with Jim Carrey. And then when I finally got it in, in the mail, because I ordered it online, you said, I don't like that version. <laughs> I was like, what? Are you kidding me? But you like the cartoon and the CGI version of the Grinch, correct? Yes. Why do you not like the, the, the live action version? Now, I'll I'll give you this. It took me a long time to actually watch that movie in its entirety because I would normally fall asleep halfway through. But actually now, finishing the movie, it's not that bad of a movie. I mean, yeah, they changed the story, of course. Even this one toward the Grinch. It's a good movie. It's just how I hate how uh, all he does is just like, oh, 
and just wave his tongue around and just dance around. How'd that go again? <laughs> he went, and just wave his tongue around. <laughs> you sound like he's underwater. <laughs> Grinch is pretty weird. So that's the only thing that freaks you out is because he's like, yeah, I feel like Cindy Lewis. You know, if if they made Grinch look a little more scary because his teeth were already a horror movie. Well, uh, that's that, that's teaching kids a lesson about dental hygiene. Make sure you know you, you might go get in there and brush your teeth. Yeah, if you don't take also, care of them. Speaking of the Grinch, it also reminds me of a Christmas Carol. How he was hating Christmas, but then started to like it. Well, I don't think the Grinch hated Christmas, and I, and the same, and the same with Ebenezer. The, the connection is they didn't hate Christmas per se; they just hated people in general. That's that's why I said they just hate people. And Ebenezer, he's money hungry, and that's all he cared about because also he a just cheapskate. Yeah, he's money hungry. But the Grinch, he just hated people in general. I, I I do see the connection where you were going with that. Yeah, the Grinch, the CGI animation Grinch is okay to me. I think what kind of bothers me is that the the rendition of the, how the Grinch stole Christmas, the Grinch, the, the song where they don't say any chorus, they're just totally dissing him throughout the whole two minutes. They're just saying what a piece of crap he is in many different in different terms. There's not even a chorus. It's just nothing but verses of just dissing this Grinch. I did not like how you are really are a heel, and you know just. Putting a lot of emphasis on him, like like he's straining or he's constipated or something. No, I just, I just did like it. yeah, it's like you really are him. It's like, man, shut up. Just say heel. It's really, it's quick, easy. I mean, you're, I mean, I, people in the South don't even stretch out words like that. I mean, come on. What's your thoughts? Uh-huh. It is a great song, though. That um, version or I the, re- like or it, the original? Just, Even Jim, I, okay, Jim Carrey's version was better than that. I do hate the part. It's like, Grinch, you're a bad banana. With like the, the with the dark voice on. With the crazy back peel. You're an ugly as an eel. No, like the word says like, Grinch. Bark like a seal. <laughs> where it's like, oh, Grinch. Grinch, you're a bad banana or something like that. Yeah, you're a bad banana with a greasy black pill, yeah. They, like, deepened it, yeah. I just did find that annoying. What other Christmas specials that you could think of that you would like to talk about? Twas the Night Before Christmas. I, I like I like one song in that in that little special, you know. Even a miracle needs a hand. You it it is a good song. New work, da, 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 da. It is a great song. It's just well, the movie is good. It's just how Santa is a little elf and gave everyone second hints. Yeah, he came in with his four little mice. Tiny reindeer. When they said tiny, they yeah, he, they definitely emphasized on the tiny part. He jumps down into into the chimney. He did look like an elf, and then he's over smoking a pipe, and the family just staring at him like a bunch of creepers. He's like, oh, look at there, they're just saying, <laughs> and he's over putting presents in the stocking. He winks at him. I was like, wait a minute, doesn't the song say you're supposed to be asleep when Santa comes? You know, why are you still awake? And then he leaves the whole town. He said, well, good night to all. Well, actually, he said, well, good night to the Millers or whoever that family was. <laughs> That's the only house he visited was their house. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't visit anybody else in that whole town. Thanks for the well, clock. Thanks for the song and all, but I still hate you. Yeah. Like, Santa's known for having eight reindeer, but apparently no one told me he's also known for having <laughs> four was, reindeer. It was Dasher, Dancer, and then Comet Cubit. Maybe it was Bob, guess, Bill, and, and George, and Billy. I, <laughs> I guess one of them, I guess one of them uh, ate the, I guess, like, all, all Those four ate the, the other four reindeer? <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, were like the child, like the child and his dad was Santa Claus. 
Oh, the Santa Claus. The movie that we saw last night was the Santa Claus. Something that I noticed, and you helped me point it out, is at the beginning, Scott Calvin, right? He's rushing to get home, trying to meet his son. There was elves all the way through the town. Like uh, there was these kids looking at the toy shop and through the window, you saw an elf. Now here's my theory on that because you saw the elves throughout the whole town. I think they were spying on him. I think that that old Santa wanted out and they chose him to replace him. That's what I think. Two, when he heard Santa on the roof, how in the world that he's outside and he didn't see a whole sleigh? He just saw one man next to his chimney. I'm sure if I ran outside as far as he did to see his whole roof, I would have saw a flippant sleigh with eight reindeer on top of my house. How can you miss that? I've said this before, but what if it's like for people who believe in Santa? Like but that makes sense. That makes sense. But the card said the reindeer would know what to do. And then he's like, reindeer? And then he's like confused. And he walks back out there and sees it. That It makes sense. But how did the, the driver of the truck see the reindeer and see the sleigh? And since you brought up the outside of it, how in the world did they get light on top of those trees? Those those 20-foot top trees, and there's lights all at the top of it going all the way down. How is that possible? I can't even reach the top of my trees. I guess they're really, they're really dedicated to Christmas. Remember when he ran outside barefoot in the snow? Anything else in that movie that you noticed that was kind of odd to you? Um, nothing really. <laughs> I think the funny part is how rough the CGI was. Like, when the reindeer were going off the roof, <laughs> literally these went straight crashing to the ground. I think that you was can, You can't funny. point that out. It made me laugh. Look, look at Dad. Look, look at the CGI. I was like, that movie was made in 1994. Well, look at the CGI, Dad. I still do hate yeah. the. You still do hate the the third version with Chayette. <laughs> I, I no, that, that was the second one. I cannot stand Santa Claus two or Santa oh. Claus three. Santa Claus two had Chet. Who names a reindeer Chet? Like what? You had Rudolph. Why no, all of them had good out? names. All of them had good names yeah. except for Chayette. <laughs> Chayette. Oh, y'all look at y'all come look at Chayette. Go Donner, go Blitz and go Connor and keep it. Go Chayette. Did you say Connor? <laughs> Connor? Here's Connor and there's Hunter. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this is my reindeer Connor. <laughs> also go James. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Connor. <laughs> Santa it, couldn't find any more names. He just ran out of names. <laughs> it is getting to the end of the episode, and I always tell a Christmas story. The past two episodes, I've told a Christmas story, and I do have one I want to share with you, son, and see if you can get a laugh as well. And the story is the Christmas dinner. Jessica always wanted a dog for Christmas. She asked Santa at the mall, wrote letters to Santa, and even put it on her wish list. When Christmas came, her mom handed her a huge box that had holes in it. Excited, Jessica ripped open the paper, ripped over the box, only to be disappointed to find a potbelly pig. Jessica asked her mom, why did Santa get me a pig? And from the kitchen, her dad yelled, oh, I'm sorry, that's my fault. Jessica then asked her dad, why? Her father replied, well, I asked Santa for a Christmas ham. A Christmas dessert. Well, a Christmas meal. That's like getting a I'm bag sorry. of pecans. Oh, well, that's, I wanted a pie for Christmas. Why is my box so runny? I, I wanted some ice cream. I, I wanted some Christmas ice cream. It happens. Sometimes I want a piece of chicken for Christmas. I get a whole chicken. <laughs> and it's not even plucked? It's, wanna, just a whole... <laughs> it's, a, it's really a chicken? Yeah, it's just a whole chicken. <laughs> well, son, I want to thank you so much for joining me again on the podcast. It's always fun having you around. 
<laughs> so don't you go anywhere. <laughs> well, I hope Chet has a happy Christmas. And Connor. Don't forget Connor. <laughs> what about James? On James. On Connor. On Chet. It's just all these really common bad names. Benjamin. Come on, Benji. Hannah. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in wherever you're at. Thank you so much for tuning in day, day, night, evening, wherever you're at. Always remember, you are the best you. As a wise man once said, we're going to make this the hap- hap- happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny Kay. See you guys next time on Talking Shiz. Oh, 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 oh,